AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting cock, and we're back, and it's better than ever. Bitches. I'm here <laughs> the fighting cock podcast. I'm here with Alex from Bristol. Yep. Flown his filth. What? Say it again. Yep. <laughs> got Chelsea versus Tottenham in the FA Youth Cup. We deal with Man United, windy at half-time. We talk about Dave Mackay, Leicester, and we talk about why English is... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's better to be British. That's what we're talking about. We also have, uh, we talk about why Spurs. <laughs> Spurs, Spurs oh, no, I'm carrying on. This is the intro. Spurs, I should finish. Keep going, keep going, come on. All right, you can do it, come on. And what animal could Flonius Bill throw over the side of us so you can take <laughs> It's the fighting. It's the fighting. 
Episode 32, Season 4 of the Fighting God Podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello, good evening. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> How are we all doing? Yeah, not too bad, actually. I'm all right. You? Yeah? I'm in good spirits. But I read something on the way here. Um, and there's a football, there's a goalkeeper who travelled the world. And he's been um, an Indonesian prison or a Singapore, prison in Singapore. And a, and a bloke in his prison, right, is so, is so pissed <laughs> off with it all. He went into a wall over and over again until he died. <laughs> Is that? And reading some of the things I saw on Twitter today and the questions that we've got, I thought, some people can actually do just doing that. He's that angry. His, his name wasn't Ryan Mason, was it? <laughs> <laughs> How many times did it take him to do I don't know, I didn't say. He just, he just saw cut, cut going out in a body bag, just with blood dripping out of the body bag. That's fucking hard. Nice. Oh, hang on, what? A goal... it's, called, it's called The Unstoppable Goalkeeper. Good book. But... but... But what, so what the, does it? The goalkeeper got in prison for match fixing. Right, right. I thought you like stayed in prison, no, like no, he was no, visiting. No, no. Yeah, doing some sort of travel. I was gonna say, he's, yeah, he's drawn that book out. We've digressed in ten seconds. I'm really sorry. So, someone, someone asked a question whether or not it was uh, match fi- match fixing that um, was the reason why Spurs didn't win yesterday. Yeah, it did look like it, didn't it? it what, there was a little bit something dodgy going on. Yeah. Are we accusing our own players of match fixing here? Yeah, maybe that. There's some dodgy ass and peas and that before. Yeah, Bentleb, uh, Bentleb owes me a goal now, but we'll talk about it. After yeah, that. absolutely. Um, how's your how's your your weekend been? Uh, it was all right. It was reason quite... why I'm laughing. <laughs> I kind of know. It was it was right. I was uh, it was quite a quiet one actually. I was on my own for most of the weekend, which um, which means the laptop took a battering. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well, taxi again. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, uh, but yeah, I watched the game on my own at home, and uh, I was just just. T talked about anger, but that was just the emotion that filled me within about eight minutes. Mm. Uh, even before they scored, I, I was getting annoyed, and by about thirty minutes, I'd I'd decided that I really want a cigarette, and I haven't smoked really for about two years. But I always have a cigarette when I'm at Tottenham yeah. or when I'm here. Yep. Usually buy a pack of ten. Flav walks home with about eight. <laughs> but um, I got so desperate. I was like, I remember I had a pack last time I was on the pod, and I just put it in the bin when I got home because I can't. Basically, I can't have her indoors knowing that I'm smoking again. So, um, <laughs> are you sure she won't listen to this? She might, but I don't care. I don't care now. <laughs> uh, and um, I was like, it. I'm sure there's a packet of ten. I had about seven left. I'm sure I just put it in the bin to stop me smoking any more. And I was like, oh, I need nicotine because this is fucking shit. Mm. And I have my, <laughs> I've got a massive bin. I have my hand like down to my elbow in oh. the bin, oh, just my. trying to feel it around. I was like, what side was it on? Left side. Just digging around in this bin, and then it was just mush. And then I touched a bit of old chicken, and I stopped, turned and looked at the television to make <laughs> me to look at what was making me do this. <laughs> I just laughed to myself for about 30 seconds, took my hand out, washed my hands, pissing myself, thinking, I can't believe I've just tried to dig through a bin <laughs> for some soggy cigarettes that I think I threw away last week because of how shit this is. <laughs> uh, so that, I sat down and uh, took stock of my life uh, and then just enjoyed the rest of the game. <laughs> enjoyed it. After that, yeah, it was, good yeah, everything was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Alex from Bristol, everybody. Oh, yeah, hi. <laughs> See, how are you? I'm not bad, not bad. Um, had a very quiet weekend. We didn't really get up to much. Um, 
But yeah, um, some of the questions you've had about the game have been a bit hyperbolic, but we'll get into that. Absolutely. Um, I'm fine. I had a very normal weekend. I feel terrible now for it. That's a normal weekend, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that is, isn't it? It really... I've got to change. I'm bordering on alcohol. You're looking... Um, What's that thing? No, like red patchiness. Look yeah. like an alcoholic copper. <laughs> <laughs> or a detective like yeah. Ryan Mason. Yeah, in three days on Gary it. Monk if they lost to Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so Spurs are playing Chelsea in the second leg of the FA Youth Cup semi final at Stamford Bridge on the 18th of March. Kickoff is at 7 pm. Tickets are £5 for adults or £3 for under 18s. You can only buy tickets. You can only get in if you have tickets. No tickets are available on the night. You can't get in on the door. You need tickets if you yeah. want to go to the game. Um, I'm sure Wendy will say this in the same half-time bit, but we played Chelsea over the weekend. Um, our under-18s played them, and we lost 6-4. We did. Right, and we were 4-3 we were up. Yeah. Shayon Harrison scored all four of our goals. <laughs> Bloody yes. mental. So it might give them a bit of a psychological advantage that they beat us 6-4. But it should be a good game. Um, tickets are selling fairly well. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about Spurs going down there. It isn't officially like an 1882 thing, but there's loads of people going down, I think, anyway. Well, it's going to be entertaining, if nothing else, isn't it? That's for sure. It's not televised, is it? Not, not as far is it not? Away. Well, I've not heard anything about it being televised, so I'm really not sure. But it'll probably be an ITV4, if anything. Yeah. No, 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 it's Europa League week, isn't it, with Everton? So. I don't understand why they'd show the first leg and not the second yeah, leg. It's it seems bizarre. a bit odd. It's bizarre. Yeah, there was no okay. Europa League that, year, that week. No. Ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, loads, loads of uh, loads of people, loads of Spurs going down there. Go down and sing your hearts out. Why not? All right, let's do it. Um, I uh, I really struggled with it all, and I'm still struggling a little bit right now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> with. Oh, with the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel sorry for myself anyway because of what I put my body. Well, my body feels sorry for for me. I think, okay. Because uh, of what I put it through again this weekend, but. Uh, I, I just kind of I was sitting in the pub I was really hung over and my old man said oh, let's go down and watch it and I was like alright thinking actually I'm quite confident about mm. this and maybe a good result up at, Man, uh, up at United as we had the last couple of years it might have made me feel better that that was it was awful it was, it was literally the worst performance I've seen it was just it, I couldn't believe how easy it was for yeah. him to get through it reminded me and I don't want to remind people of this but Fabregas's goal against Spurs oh, when they went they just yeah. walked through us. Yeah. And I don't know whether it was the system, but the system hasn't fouled that catastrophically before. No. I mean, when, um, when Phil Jones almost scored an own goal, I thought, oh, here we go, you know, we're, we're putting them under pressure. Yeah. And then, um, you know, they, and they actually scored shortly after that. Yeah. You know, and then... Um, uh, the second goal goes in. We're getting we're getting a little bit of some sort of foothold, but we're actually starting to play a little bit better football. And then Bezler gives the ball to Rooney. Their goals were very, very well timed from that point of view. Yeah. But um, but you know the beauty of football is when the whistle blows, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You really don't know. I mean, Chelsea were at home to Burnley. Did they? I don't think they drew that, didn't they? They drew that game. Yeah, Burnley so, beat Man, Man-, Man- City. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll probably go into that a bit later on, but um. It just shows that when the whistle blows, you just don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know who's going to turn up, you don't know how they're going to turn up. Yeah. You know, I mean, there were at least nine out of 11 of the performances were bad. Yeah. Were, were diabolical. And when, when, um, when I saw someone's getting sub, subbed after 30 minutes, it could have been anyone. Mm. Yeah. It could have really been anyone. Yeah. And what did you think of that substitution? Well, um, I, I think Chadley was probably the one who stood out as being, as being the worst. But I guess um, 
it was clear that Van Hal targeted Kyle Walker as a weakness in our team. Yeah. Mm. And I think maybe wanted Dembele to kind of um, stem the flow a little bit there. But Chadley went on the right, didn't he? Yeah, um, there was an element of switching, but I think Gary, I mean Gary, everything that Gary Neville said during that game was was spot on. He, he described that right hand side and that and that channel just inside our right hand side as a graveyard. And that's exactly what it was because it was because it was there was everything that went. We had no chance of, of winning anything. I think I think what it boiled down to yesterday was was a couple of people not turning up. I think Chadley... A couple? Was, well, yeah, but what I, mean, I mean, in turning up in... <laughs> I think there was a couple that weren't, like, men just not up for it in general. I but think it, there was some that learned some lessons, i.e. as in Eric Dyer, who I don't think I could criticise any type of attitude, but was just taught some very harsh <laughs> lessons. Yeah, yeah. But it was... That United that we saw yes, uh, yesterday was was like an old United. Yeah. It was with wingers, with width... Not even that huge amount of... Because I remember looking at their team and thinking, not a huge amount of pace in their front six, really. Um, so we, we should be all right. Because pace is always the thing that terrifies me against, against us. Um, but I think T's right. The timing of the goals were, were particularly strong. I think we started before their goal. Yeah, was all right. It was Jones not too bad. Phil Jones and they had um, a couple of misplaced passes, one going, and one going across, the, across the edge of the box. And I thought... You know what? We'll just do our thing, and they might shoot themselves in the foot. But uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was poor. It was really, really bad. But you know, Ian McIntosh made a point on Football Weekly before our game. He said um, maybe United will be better against a team that doesn't really sit back because they've struggled against the, the smaller teams because you know they sit back. And United, when the onus was on them to attack, mm. they just don't know what to do. So when they're playing against a team that's more expensive, like Spurs, Liverpool next week, and I think they play a few other big teams in the upcoming. Van said that. After yeah, the game. and um, I think that probably plays into their hands a bit more. I mean, United, I know Mugs have lost two and eighteen at home, eleven of the last thirteen at, yeah. at Old Trafford, and Rooney scored seven and eight, well eight and nine now in his last game against Spurs. So. Maybe the run was on a war to a degree, but not to not like that. Oh, without making excuses, I mean, I tweeted after the Di Maria <clears throat> got sent off against the Scum. I said that could be a blessing in disguise for United because they're trying to crowbar certain players into a system where it's not working. And yesterday, I mean, Fellaini was... It reminded me of his, his last game for Everton against United where he was just ridiculously unplayable. How, do, uh, how have we gone from... Uh, that game against Arsenal where we completely annihilated them to, to this is it just a symptom of I think we got outdone tactically I think that's what it boiled down to a lot of it if I'm honest yeah they were, I mean before we played Arsenal that was the first game in a while that we had a whole week to kind of rest before <coughs> we played them because normally we have a game midweek yeah. and Man United was another game that was like I mean I made a few notes before the game and I said this is our first game in a week mm. so we've got a whole week to prepare for this we've got a game yeah. plan we've got everything and then you know fully fit squad exactly and then, um, well, I'm going to talk about that in a sec. But then, you know, the game starts and they're, they're all over us. Um, but as you said, instead of got a fully fit squad, apparently Soldado's got a knee injury. Mm. Um, so that's a fully fit squad. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, but then Stambouli and Fazio didn't make the squad. Kirikash mm. Palino in their place. I mean, this is all hindsight. We'll, we'll, we'll still have lost anyway. I mean, it's not worth bringing that up. But I mean, Kirikash would have. Was in there because he could play centre back and, and right back. Because yeah, right Walker had a bit of a knock. Because we don't have enough right backs in the team, in the squad. Do you know what? Do you remember I, 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 staunch... Do you remember I fucking mentioned that? Yeah. Let's talk about Carl Walker, shall we? I had, I'm a, usually a staunch defender of Carl Walker. I feel he comes on for a lot of unfair, and me, to be unfair stick at times. A staunch defender because he's eh? trying to. Good choice of words. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's. It, uh, the th- my thing with Kyle Walker is that he's, he's trying to be positive, and I, I like that in fullbacks. All right, it doesn't always come off, and I think sometimes it's a bit aimless. 
but he's trying and that's what we want out of the system. But yesterday, it, he looked, there was a point after about 30, 30, 35 minutes where he'd just done something horrific again and he walked back into the box and kind of stretched his shirt like down and was trying to put it down over his knees where he was just obviously frustrated with himself. Mm. And Gary Neville again said a point where, look, if you're having a bad game, you can't, you can't just sink into your own shell and think, right, well, I'll, I'll try and fix it, I'll try and fix it. You have to be man enough to, to say to Townsend, look, you're going to have to drop five yards for 20 minutes, you know, let's, let's shore it up, or get Eric Dyer to come over one for, for 20 minutes and, and just shore it up. But he didn't, he didn't do that, and that does worry me, I think, at times, where I think Bentaleb will be, but I do worry that we haven't got that, that voice when things yeah. are against the tide and something drastic needs doing. We, we haven't got that voice on the pitch. I think Poch is it afterwards, and I think that sub showed it, but I don't think we've got it on the pitch. But um, I think, I can't remember who said it, I might have read it or been in commentary after, but there were inquests all over the pitch. Hmm. There wasn't one person kind of dragging people together, trying to tr- trying to make things work. Um, I mean, Walker for the carrot goal, I mean, they showed it, they showed the replay, they broke it down, and it was just, it, it was horrible to watch, really, but... Um, it's interesting when you see teams target a player or side of the pitch. I mean, Crystal Palace played QPR and they targeted Furlong, who got mm. subbed at half-time. Yeah. Um, they targeted Walker um, yesterday. And, you know, our next game is against Leicester. And, you know, we'll talk about that in the second half. But you've got Jamie Vardy, who's very direct, and he's on Walker's side. So you do worry. I mean, that's, that's, I mean you know, your first game back after a battle, you don't really want it to be against someone who's that direct. So maybe first five minutes, sink or swim, yeah. it's Leicester there. Yeah. Fucking smash Leicester. You reckon? Yeah. No, I've got nothing else to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you got nothing to say? What's going on? I don't know. Still, I think Danny Rose depressed. deserves a mention. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about one right black, uh, right back. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say right black? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just the fact that you just said that Rangers very subtly made it twice as good twice as good well, I wasn't even aware it was just a reaction oh. <laughs> you got one right black unbelievable and a left back but sorry it wasn't about Danny Rose sorry go on the left back Danny Rose is oh shit the bed um, was, was our best player I thought I thought he was the only one willing to to, to kind of it wasn't. I think that everyone was willing to be expressive. It just didn't work for anyone else. United pressed very, very well, yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah. I think beat our own. You game saw almost. a dismantlement of of one of one team's tactics against oh. another. They they were almost identical in the way that they were set out. And... Da- Danny Rose was 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 better than others, and the main reason why he had, he kind of I warmed to him even more yesterday was he doesn't mind getting nasty. I know I say it all the time, but. I want someone getting beat like that. You've got to change your tide somehow. You've got to affect the game. If you can't affect the game of the football, why can't you go in? And Get your mammy go, John, mate. Get yeah. in there. Leave yeah. Get in that ass. Leave, <laughs> leave, leave someone on someone. That's what I want to see. I don't want more less than. I don't want less than eight yellow cards now because you've you've got to try and change the tide. And Danny Rose doesn't mind, even if he's within the wrong or he's you know something you know he's pushing someone or whatever it may be. But it. It stimulates it. It gets. It just gets a bit of something going on when there was nothing yesterday, and I, I, I liked him for it. He doesn't. He's not a good loser. 
What made the performance all the more odd was there's so much positivity in the week leading mm. up to it. Kane, nowhere, Kane gets back-to-back player of the month. Um, Hugo Lloris made his comments in some Malaysian paper, but they were, they're, they're actually direct quotes. I don't know if they're legit or not, about wanting to stay, probably won't. Um, and then there was Potter's comments about Danny Rose being the best left-back in the league. We all know it's not true, but sometimes if you boost your players up, it gives them a feeling yeah. that... That you know that that they that they belong, and Danny Rose is very um, honest about his form last season. He said, you know, given my form last season, I got a five-year contract. I probably didn't deserve it, but mm-hmm. you know, he worked his ass off in the summer. And yesterday, I don't think it, I don't think it was amazing, but he was the best of a bad bunch. He, he was and as then, good as he can be given the performance. yes, exactly. Yeah, and he tried. That's, to, he that's tried, what I want. Sorry, go on. But he, he just he, he tried to affect the game, and like I said, whether that was a question of leaving a foot on someone, or whether it was a question of. If he kept getting forward as well, he didn't. He didn't go back into his shell and decide to right. I'm not going to do that. And that 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 was one positive. I did probably the only positive I did take from yesterday was that even you know at 60, 70 minutes where you know United were in second gear at that point, weren't they? Let's be honest. Mm. Um, it, we we were still trying to do what what we what we've done. You know, even Carl Walker to to be. I was going to say to be fair, but I don't even give him that. But he was still you know pushing pushing and running. I mean, it didn't come to anything and he pushed it out of touch numerous times. But he was still trying it and that, that Spurs teams in the past would have just gone into their shells, sat on the edge of you know 20 yards in front of their own box and said, right, well, that's enough of that. Meanwhile, I don't want to dig out Ericsson because he knows he's a very talented player. His last goal in the league was against uh, Mus Brom. That's over a month ago. Um, there are times in the game yesterday where I remember him. Yesterday. I, think I, I think I screamed out "cunt" more than once, <laughs> just because it, it, it looked to me like he was hiding. And in a game like that, yeah. obviously, you know, if you're having this, if everyone's having this stink, you don't really want to know. But there are some people who look to kind of do something positive, and you get the ball, take one person, then you just give the ball back to them. Hmm. Yeah, he couldn't keep the ball at all yesterday, could we? He's poor. He's he's foremost. Definitely dipped, hmm. um, certainly in, in the last month or so. But um, it, it's, I mean, you remember we're coming off the back of two wins, two good wins. I, I mean, is that is it's it, interesting? Is the, is the reaction to this game excessive? Because on Twitter, you'd think that we'd just been smashed eight yeah. 0 by Arsenal. It's interesting you say this because someone pointed out that in all comps, we've had two wins in eight games. The last two, exactly. That's sh- but you had two, two wins in three, two wins in three. Yeah, yeah, but. Two wins in eight games in all comps. So but some people are saying, does that paper over the cracks, or is it just like well, no, it shows form, it's it shows, hyperbole? It shows a change in form. Well, yeah, we've won six out of ten games in the league. So uh, look and remember some of these games: so Fiorentina, both games. Yeah, we played. We played a half. Played a yeah, yeah. Half Fiorent- our team. Yeah. Fiorentina uh, and uh, Chelsea. Sheffield United. Chelsea, yeah, but Chelsea are the ones we kind of drawn or lost, and yeah. then and, and this game. So you just anyone can get statistics and change them and tweak them so that they suit their own argument. But the, <clears throat> we have just beaten we had another uh, away win and against QPR as well. Yeah, no, we, I mean, the, the, those two wins in a week were massive. We didn't. Yeah, I don't think we really said enough about that last week. But those two wins were after a game that could have broken us. I mean, we talked about Ramos a while back. About our, um, you know, our first game after the League Cup win was a four-one defeat away against Birmingham, who mm. were who were bogus that season. So, the fact we came off the, of that league of that um, League Cup final defeat and we won two games is is positive. Yeah, but I mean, there's also I've seen all sorts of stats getting thrown around. I mean, defensively, I think in the press conference before the game yesterday, he was asked about our our defensive record, and he was resolute about his system. Resolute about his philosophy. I hate the word philosophy, but I can't think of another word for it. Yeah. But um, he was resolute that 
what he's doing is what he believes in and the players believe in it. And that's a good thing. And hopefully that'll stand us in good stead in this in this defeat yesterday. I think there's one thing that you have to take away away from it. If we're gonna have the last few weeks all we've seen or a lot of what you've seen, social media and just conversations is how young our team is at the moment and how nice it is. You know, I think what we're second youngest team in the in the Premier League at the moment. And I think you have to accept that days like this are going to happen. I think part of the reason why people are probably a bit more blowing it out of proportion is the fact that, you know, every time it seems that United come up against a, a game, you know, it's a big game or whatever, then they underperform and, you know, then the knives come out and it's all about Van Gaal and, and the fact that they've been shit this year. But as T said, they've lost twice at home all season. They're sat in fourth. They can't, it's not, can't be that bad. And when they've got the squad that they have got, all right, there's obviously deficiencies, but it clicked and it came together yesterday. You look at their forward line. That, that forward line that played against us looked impressive, mm. and it wasn't even nearly their best team on paper. Do you think about by players? If you go by players, but, yeah, yeah, by, I by think, na- names on on on. Yeah. You know I mean, in terms of their reputation and stuff. So, if you're playing against a team with that much quality, and it was. Uh, you know Rooney. I know he gets a lot of stick and people don't like him, but he he, he just doesn't lose the ball. If it you? hadn't been against us, I'd fucking love that celebration. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was. Um, I, I think the one thing about about yesterday though is, is just that one other thing I'd like to say is that, like I said, it's a young team. Days like that are gonna happen. They were coming up a, a very inexperienced team, particularly an inexperienced player at Old Trafford. I don't think Townsend have played there before. Mason and Bentaleb, we we know the situation there. Kane and you know, he's played there once before, but it was—it's a very unexperienced team, and they just got to the course. I just uh, what I was about to say is that when players like that click and they start, there's a confidence, and it's very hard to play against. The people yeah. you buy and spend the uh, the money that United have done on their team because they're quality players, mm. and when they click, there's very little you can do about it. I mean, we didn't help matters mm. by being absolute terrible yeah, defensive. Yeah. It was, but they—they they, the first half was as accomplished performance it was very like, impressive it yeah. was it was just I was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and they made it they made it look easier than it probably was well we handed it to them to a degree but, yeah, um, that's but look, well, so if you combine both things yeah. us being shit and then being amazing that's what nil. made it angry if we'd have had five six seven shots on target yeah. throughout the game and lost three nil yeah. it might have been a different reaction well, but you know I mean there, there, there's nine games left we're six points off fourth I mean for you know I mean I think Julian Betts tweeted it um, we're, you know, we're obsessed with fourth place, but we shouldn't really give up on it. It's not an impossibility that we can get fourth place. I mean, I think we were. But the next point was, um, you know, are we even ready for the Champions League? You know, we're obsessed with fourth place. Are we really ready? We complain about Lamella, Paulinho, Soldado, mm. Adebayor, Walker. We complain about all these players. If we get fourth place, we're not going to sell all of them. Some of them are going to have to play. Well, it doesn't matter whether you're ready or not. I mean, it's a choice between Europa League or the. Or, no, no, we, I, I want Spurs to finish as high as possible, but, but, we're but, not, we're but logistically, but qualify from the, the group stages. Yeah, but, but there's a difference. Players. There's an added in, there's an added element to the Champions League this year because of the difference in the money that will come in this year. There was, I remember there was, was the old ex Liverpool chief executive Christian Perzo, isn't that I think his name is, but he was talking about the fact that, of United saying they have to get into Champions League this year because the difference in the money that Champions League clubs will get next year because of the BT Sport deal is huge, huge. And if you don't get in it next year... I mean, look, you know my views on Champions League and, and that success in inverted commas anyway, but it, there is an added incentive which I think probably gives a little the narrative of top four a bit more strength. As yeah. Well. I don't know. Well, um, I mean, there's been, there's been a bit of talk about summer transfer window already and... Yeah. 
You know, I know, I know the ITKs are back on it and they're saying how... Um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I can't stand them either, but, but, but it bears saying. I mean, we've got in Paul Mitchell for a reason. And hmm? Postino obviously trusts him and they're looking for a player that fits a certain profile. And they're all going to be... I mean, I remember when... I remember when Yol first took the reins and Red Arneson, but all these young players like Huddleston, Lennon, um, all these young players, and they're all, they're all projects. I think it's going to be... That's what we'll say. I don't think we're going to... Do, do massive punch like Lamelo and Soldado and Palmino. Yeah. I mean, we've had our fingers burnt there. Yeah, no, you're right. We've had our fingers burnt. Got Alley though. I love the fact that he's not been injured for like two years. He signs his Spurs and he's out for seven weeks straight away. Yeah. He's a bit busy on Snapchat, though, isn't he? But we won't talk about that. What? Yeah. what um, I, I, I was also watching the watching it on match of the, watching match of the day the other other night, and my brother asked me, "What? Who would you replace? Like, who, if you had to replace a couple of players in our in our team?" Given that Pochettino is the manager, the players just started yesterday of the entire squad. Yeah, <laughs> players just started yesterday. No, no, yeah, who, just ha- in general, yeah, Tottenham just, players yeah, who you would replace. What areas of the first eleven would you want to my, improve? My, I've got an issue with the whole is because the thing is, if you can replace them, I don't want people to say, "Oh, get rid of him and get rid of him." And it's like, well, I'm not saying fine, get rid of who'd, anyone. Who do you bring in? Say, in in your opinion, what are our weakest areas of our squad? Uh, well. <clears throat> the thing is, we've got projects all the way through the through the team. People with with Dyer, you know, is is an accomplished centre half, and or not an accomplished centre, but that's what we want to try and turn him into. Uh, if and then in the middle, obviously, we've got Mason Better. I probably would. I, I can I can see Mason being replaced. I don't necessarily want it, but I think he's fairly average, really. If we board it down to it, to brass tacks. He's yeah. twenty. How old is he? Twenty five now. Twenty three. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, but and then we've got Harry Kane up top. It'd be about supplementing those players and playing the long game for I me. I think you've ignored a huge problem in the, uh, our two wingers. Both of those areas. Okay, fine. Yeah, drastically. Do you know who I get rid of? Actually, Jan Vertonghen. Yeah, I would. I would get rid of Jan Vertonghen. Why? Press, press pause, Flav. If you had, I'm saying, if you had to, would I rather get rid of Eric Dyer or Vertonghen than it would be Vertonghen? <laughs> It would because I don't. His attitude winds me up. All oh, right, well that's 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 an argument. If oh, if we're talking about play, yeah, but his attitude winds me up, and I think what, he, no, what, sh- he what, should have been the one. What picking about the wingers? What, what about the wingers? Surely our weakest area is is probably Chadley and, and Townsend. Lamella and Townsend. I like Chadders. I like him too, but Lamella and Townsend are on the right both sides, and I think okay, both fine. areas could be could be improved. If you can get someone better, fine. If you can't, then I've can't. seen. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, seen someone mention Belassi. What do you think about that? I quite like him. I always think he looks dangerous yeah. every time. He's a bit kind of like he's a bit erratic. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he'd, he'd, we'd love him. Yeah. We'd fucking love him. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's why I love Timothy Atuba. Yeah, that, that, that bloke was crazy. You never know what the fuck was going to happen. <laughs> well, I remember that four nil game that we beat Southampton four nil, and he was just simply glorious. He was utterly glorious that game. I remember a Cruyffer he did on the halfway line, and the the shelf went fucking potty. Absolutely <laughs> 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 mental. <laughs> No, but you look at um, I've actually forgotten my point in a minute. The other one, um, you know, we, we used to have four strikers once upon a time. Do you remember the Villa four-four? I think we had all four of our strikers. Did the fellow play for us then? Have I got that wrong? Yeah, no, I remember it. I don't well, know. we had about three or four strikers on the pitch at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> we had like bent to like, and now and, and, and now really? we've got and now we've got um, you know Soldado, Adibayo, and Harry Kane. You know. You know, as the lyrics just once said, we're unbalanced like elephants and ants and seesaws. I've got them right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's how we're looking. So I think 
the important thing is to get a bit of support for Harry Kane. That's yeah. been mooted in the press. But but who do we get? I mean, do we get... Um, Pirani at Brainer. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Perina. <laughs> West Brom Giza. The thing is, we... we I, I, the thing is, it's hard... I mean, people, people love. He's had a decent goal return this season. No, he's good. Yeah. Very good. And then, what, another, one, put... another one with a stinking attitude, though. What is it with you and attitude? It's, I'm all about heart. This is what I used to do when I played football. Was like, I ain't got no talent, but I got heart. Right? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I don't want to come up that pitch knowing I could have given more. But then, look what Pochettino did to um, Osvaldo last season. No one talks about that, but yeah. Osvaldo hit a teammate out the door. Pochettino doesn't fuck about. So, yeah. you know, maybe there'll be a player who buys into a system. I don't want to say it has to be Berriina, but maybe the, maybe we'll buy a player and maybe they'll see... Yeah, you know, that we're trying to build something. Well, you could see that Brunier playing because he, he he plays he can play on the left as well and on the right. And he plays with them at under twenty one, and I think they've got a decent partnership. I haven't got I haven't got numbers to hand. Get but... him in. Yeah, they they, they get old. Well, I think. And Ings, get him in. Yeah, I like that Ings. Ings proper proper him. English forward line. Yeah. I didn't know him. Him, Charlie Austin, <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Austin in there. Who else? Uh, no, that's it. Patrick Bamford from Middlesbrough yeah. came in. English! <laughs> Get the English in! Get it in! <laughs> the best, best moment I ever had as Spurs fan when it was English in that fucking <laughs> team. Robinson, King, Carrick, Defoe! <laughs> fucking English! I thought you were going to struggle then, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I remember it well. Yeah. Sean Davis! Yeah. English! English! I, t- I went fucking. I was. Jubilant when we signed Sean Davis. He was exactly, he was an old because I was exactly that. Yeah, some of a bit of one, bit of fucking passion, bit of English. Yeah, in. shave that head and get him in the middle fucking of the fucking park. Free fucking lions. <laughs> That's all we want. Get all these fucking foreign muck out. Get some English in there. <laughs> Lorries. But it's so true, man. It's so true. Every train I go on on the way back from a game, it's all like, yeah, fucking hell, we spent a fortune on that fucking Johnny Foreigner, and I can't yeah. believe it. Lorries, he ain't good enough. He ain't English enough. <laughs> Get in Luke McGee. Yeah. But he's got a beard. <laughs> fucking preacher, shave his head or fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking English. Um, if you haven't got love and hate tattooed on their knuckles, then I don't want to fuck in there. That's right, that's right. Um, Jeremy Card, I can see a scene <laughs> from like 50 yards away. They don't know, they know what episode it is. Yeah. <laughs> I saw there's another lyric I've seen, I was saying your, your teeth spell out friend zone. The gaps in oh, your teeth yeah. spell out friend zone. I love He's that. Yeah. talking about Tony D. Tony yeah. D, yeah. We've got to get Tony D back on there. Big up, I was listening to Don't Flop today. I'm Streets. There you go. You man. are the Streets. Yeah. Thanks, pal. All right. Uh, got a final question before the first half is finished from EBBP. He says, is our fucking season over? Does our fucking season only last as long as we have a chance to get <laughs> to finish in the cunt in fourth place? He's angry. He is. He's an angry boy. Um, yeah, it's over. Good. <laughs> I, I, said, I, I said yesterday that yesterday was going to be season defining. If you'd have gone there and won 3-0, then... Anything would have been possible, you know. We'd have all been, we'd have been off our rockers. But that, um, I think that probably sums up to top four. But I think if we're honest, I, I, I actually know saying that I, I kept looking at the table thinking, yeah, but it's just now. Do you know what it'll be now? The home games will be a really nice place to be now because it's just that pressure's off. If mm. we'd have been going into the into fourth and like clinging on and just hanging on the coattails and you know, there's a stood a chance of us getting in. Those home games, particularly towards the end of the season over the last few years, have been a real hot... When the worst of the atmosphere has been. Like when we played Everton and the, the AVB year, um, 
you know, and we and we did the two had that two two draw as we were coming in. The atmosphere from the minute was just was awful because it was just so much pressure. God, win this, otherwise we will only be we won't be in touch with Arsenal and all the rest of it. It's just the pressure was horrible. It'll actually be quite a nice place to be now. While I lay enough. The funny thing is, you made the tweet about season defining, and I thought, well. What 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 defines our season? Our season being our season defining game was Sheffield United for me because reaching the final is something that's that's tangible. Even though we didn't win, didn't play well, particularly against Chelsea, that's what you'll remember from the season that we reached the cup final in Pochettino's first season, Redknapp's first season, reached the cup final as well. I think we finished was it seventh or eighth in his first. season? I don't season. know whether that's true for me. That's so reaching the cup final. No, well, sorry, go on. I'll come no, to but no, but it's, it's tangible. And, is, and, you know, the fact he'd done it in his first season. But then, you know, the draw was kind. I mm. think we only had one Premier League team on the way there. We were yeah. at home a lot. But I don't think fourth is necessarily the be-all and end-all of our season. It'd be nice if you get it, but it's a bonus. It's an absolute bonus. And, you know, we've been asked, I mean, on Facebook, we've been asked about 10, maybe 100 times about, um, <coughs> do you want to suck off the Europa League? But Europa League is a great, it's a great thing to to blood younger players. I mean, there's people like Anoma who we might see more of next season. Mm. And if we if we don't finish in Europe, we've got a big squad. We can't please all of them. He don't sound English. Fucking <laughs> 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 don't want him in there. He's just caught his Jenny back in heels, mate. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did you say, Anoma? Anoma? Fuck that. Fucking. <laughs> you know what? English. No, but I think the oddly, English... oddly you say that, but our under 18s team, I think ten of the eleven are, are from London, so. Oh, I, and <laughs> I love it. Love it. <laughs> Jelly deals. Um, yeah, I think that what I should say about the season. The reason why I felt it's season defining because this would it would be maybe season defining comes in. There's about four or five season defining moments, if that makes sense. And the fact that it depends on where you are at that point. The, 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 the Sheffield United game is if when I look back at this season, obviously we still got to see what happens. But if it end, if it ended today. Season defining would be Harry Kane. It wouldn't be a game. It wouldn't be a, a particular <coughs> accomplishment. It would be a game, particularly not the cup final. It was great, but you know, we should have been there. What I found interesting about your Harry Kane comment was um, in, in today's standard, I mean, I did by yours, someone who's you know, very much all about himself. He actually said Harry Kane could be our bail this season. He can lead us mm. to, to fourth place. And it's interesting that he realises where he is in the pecking order. He realises that he's not the main guy. Last season, Adebayo carried us on his shoulders to Europa League. Yeah. Ha ha. But um, this season, it's all on Harry Kane. Harry Kane was quiet yesterday. And I mentioned last week that he was looking a bit quiet. He got two goals against QPR. And he's someone who's always sniffing about. Yesterday, he had nothing to really feed off in terms of scraps. He kept dropping deeper and deeper as well. There was he one, did against Chelsea too. There was one point where he was actually in Mason's position. Um, yeah. And you saw it when Andy Boyle came on. He did exactly the same. We yeah. had there was no one that would commit into those runs to go to go to go, um, he, to go that, over the track. Even if that that's not where he's supposed to be, uh, his de- desire and fight and wanting to be involved in the game was just love him. And there was a brilliant meme on the internet it says that um, Harry Kane breathes with his mouth open because he wants to taste. <laughs> yeah, beer. I saw that. Yeah, fucking, yeah that's good. Whoever made that is a fucking genius. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's it for the first half of the Fighting God podcast. We now have Windy. Windy. Yeah. Windy, back to draw the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update. Looking at our young players and players out on loan. 
Starting off with the loan players, we sent three players out on loan last week, whilst Kenny McElroy returned early from his spell at Colchester. Grant Ward has moved to Coventry and got an assist on his debut as they won 3-2 at Chesterfield. Shaq Coulthurst has joined League 2 club York City. He was a 56-minute sub in their goalless home draw with Carlisle. Bongani Comano has joined Colchester, replacing McAvoy there. He's there until the end of the season, but arrived too late to be involved at the weekend. Aaron Lennon played 85 minutes in Everton's 3-0 home victory over Newcastle. He won the penalty, which led to their second goal. Grant Hall played the whole match for Blackpool as they lost 4-0 at Bournemouth. Jordan Archer was on the bench for Millwall in their 2-0 defeat at Bolton. Alex Pritchard played the whole game for Brentford as they lost 2-1 at home to Cardiff. Nathan Ottawa was a 64th-minute sub as Luton lost 2-0 at Portsmouth. Dominic Ball was an unused sub for Cambridge in their 1-0 home draw with Stevenage. Lewis Holtby made his return from injury for Hamburg. He was an 80th-minute sub as they lost 3-0 at Hoffenheim. And Tom Carroll might be involved for Swansea as they play Liverpool on Monday evening. Under-18s had a crazy game against Chelsea on Saturday morning. They were 2-1 down, 4-3 up and ended up losing 6-4. Shayna Harrison scored all four goals for Spurs. The manager, Kieran McKenna, said after the match, you, you want to see good goals, good player, and you want to see people taking responsibility, but sometimes that comes with mistakes. Very forgiving for a manager who's just seen his team lose 6-4. He, he reserved praise for Harrison after his four-goal haul, saying, I was delighted for Shayon. I thought he was excellent throughout in his hold-up play and his work rate, and he came up with some really good finishes for the goals. We play our second leg of the semi-final of the Youth Cup against Chelsea on Wednesday at Stamford Bridge. Our under-21s drew one all with United last week. Hugo Ekiog was mostly impressed with the team. He said, it was a big test for the lads and they've, have they done themselves justice? Yes. Could we have done better? Yes as well. But we come away with a one-all draw at Old Trafford against the team they put out and you have to be reasonably pre- pleased. As you'll have probably seen in the media, Falcao played in that match. Uh, he was joined by Raphael who scored a fantastic equaliser after a mistake from Luke McGee. A much weaker under-21 side lost 2-0 to Norwich this Monday lunchtime. Some players have been saved for the Youth Cup match, so it's a bit of a mishmash team, but DeAndre Yedlin did play it right back, and Christian Sabales played as well. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter, at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cup podcast. Thank you very much, Windy. Cheers, Windy. Do you notice that we went back to give it to, to listing the number of the podcast now that Barley weren't here? Yeah, yeah. Did anyone yeah. else feel a bit bullied when he was here? Well, you know, he's trying to, trying to go on like he runs shit, but you'll see why he feels like he runs shit in, in due time. Yeah. He has I, that way about I'm him, really, really. He's got an aura about him where you don't really want to say no. I'm really, really disappointed. I'm going to just expose it. I'm really disappointed that he's got a picture of Dembele and Vertonghen and, and, and in Gilgamesh. He's, right. hold, he's holding on to him a little too tight in that picture. But this is wicked. Like Speaking of which, this is his birthday today, so happy birthday. Is it? Oh, Fuck your birthday. Fuck your birthday. <laughs> You don't deserve a birthday. Not when you're treading on my toes like that. I love, yeah, I love the fact that he's that competitive that he's had to go and get a photograph <laughs> of Dev. <laughs> to compete with your one. To be fair, I was off my pickle when, uh, when I, I had the confidence to go into it to do it. Unless he is off his pickle, I don't know. I bet, I bet Bardi like, walked and said, I won! <laughs> yeah. oh, got a picture. Yeah. Subscribe. Well, I mean, does Dembele beat Stambouli? Probably does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. But I had Chadley as well. So mm-hmm. Chadis wins That's out. Good... I very nearly unfollowed him after yesterday's performance, but I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be proper rush. He was alright. Fucking but... dolphin cunt. Is that yeah, the right. I gave yeah. you a name. I gave you power. <laughs> did you? Did you? <laughs> did you see that vine? Very weird vine of uh, a picture of uh, 
Chadley looking up at a camera, smiling, yeah. putting a thumbs up, and there's this woman dancing. And someone has superimposed dolphin tits. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> like, her tits it's weird. look like dolphins. What? No, they, they put dolphins in her tits. Right, yeah. Do- they hadn't, like, morphed oh, what, her so tits that... to look like dolphins. Oh, that doesn't explain... Yes, that's what happened. No, but was it just pictures of dolphins on her tits? No, they had dolphin snouts and, and <laughs> little teeth. The, the Vine of Dunbar simply spares follow him on Twitter and follow him on Vine. He's got loads of amazing Vines. And that was Fuck him, follow me. Follow me. I'm the only one with no followers in this fucking group. Alex Bristol. Bristol. That's, 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 a, that's a Twitter handle. Alex yeah, I've Bristol. changed it now to make it easier. <laughs> no, right? Make it what, easier for you What cunts. is your Twitter handle? RazorRico86. Yeah, but that's How your problem. That? That's your problem. Because I, I, I've known that for months and I have to type your name in sometimes to tweet you. Oh, and I'm like... It Razor it as in sharp. Neil. Yeah. And then Rico as in Tariko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. On, on the back of that... Try and find it. Yeah, 86. Uh, because, because Bardi yielded. Last question, I was talking about yielding. Bardi yielded to pressure to make it Bardi TFC. Yeah. So I think, you know, you might have to, you might have to make, a, make a sacrifice. It's the same. No, I'm not, I'm just not doing it. Out there. Uh, Ricky tried to get me to change my Twitter name. To um, Flav TFC. To Flav TFC. He goes, just change it, be a part of the group. And I was like, suck your dad. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I don't, Has everyone got TFC on the end? No, no, no you haven't. I won't. I won't. Yeah. I'm bigger than the fighting cop. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this fighting cock is sponsored by Calm. Twelve men a day commit suicide. It's thoughtless because we don't talk about our problems. If you're feeling sad or low, talk to someone. It doesn't have to be someone you know. Calm have an helpline between. <laughs> Why is everyone's hands gone up? Go the on. Calm have an <laughs> helpline open between five p.m. till midnight. The number is oh eight oh eight. 802 5858. They've got web chat. They've also got a website, net, and their Twitter handle is at the calm zone. Now, what I'm going to say is that they've got a hashtag on and call them the man dictionary. Yeah. Yep. Come out with different, different <clears throat> phrases of what describes um, problems that men really go through. One of them is called camouflage. Yeah. And one of them is you know, it's a happy front that men put on in social situations. So sometimes a lot of people will put on a front and appear to be happy. And obviously, you know, side and side. But, you know, I mean, no one's too big to say that, you know, I'm not happy in my life and just, you know, let it all out. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if, even if you think people don't want to listen to your problems, there's someone out there who does, so... Absolutely. So, I'm doing my half marathon for calm. Yeah. I'll tweet it. Yeah, yeah. I'll tweet, I'll tweet the link, because I can't remember what... <laughs> on your handle, like, no one knows. I think it is Alex from Bristol on Just Given, actually. I think I'd already yielded on that bit. So, uh... <laughs> we'll, uh we'll, 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 let us know. We'll yeah, yeah. I'll, love the shirt account, which, that, which has a fair few yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> How many followers is it now? It's twenty-two thousand nine hundred. That's ridiculous. It is fucking that, that. Out of everything we've done, what I like to think though is how many followers have you got? Five thousand odd. So it's twenty-two thousand Love the Shirt. Flav's like the face of Love the Shirt, right? Yeah. So that's like eighteen thousand people that just don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh fuck! We had some. We were reading through the iTunes review. Oh yeah. If you ever want to feel compelled to review the fighting cock, please do. But go on iTunes because it's, um, I don't know, people respect those reviews. Uh, I'm trying to find. It's just nice to, to read through. But also... this, is, this is the one. This is, is uh, <laughs> They need to stick to talking about Tottenham more because when they do, they're excellent. Far too much waffling at the moment. Some of the fellas are too easily distracted. <laughs> Very good. Potentially like school report. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Potentially excellent podcast. Flav has an annoying habit <laughs> of going off topic to talk about unrelated childish waffle. And it's not necessary most of the time. I think that's... He does say you're obviously a talented chap, though. 
I think that everyone understands that. We don't need to <laughs> highlight that. Uh, no, it was a nice review, though, at the end of it. Yeah, it was still a nice it, review, it, it which is appreciated. Four, four stars out of five. Yeah. I, I understand where he's coming from. I do. But And, and, and do you know what? That review was written about two years ago. <laughs> still it, stuck with you. I mentioned it today, and you knew exactly what one I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I did, I did. Uh, it just pops into my head when I'm about to, to, to digress. But it's good. But, All opinions are good, good opinions, as long as it's constructive. That's not true. Give us five stars or fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> Always. Go on, T. Um, I was going to say, last week we didn't mention um, Dave Mackay's passing. Yeah, massive mm. apologies about that. You know, got to say sorry about that. Um, but the legend of the club will obviously be sorely missed. Um, his funeral service in Edinburgh will take place on Tuesday, March 24th. The club are in discussion to his family with regards to a service in Enfield. Um, the last game before Dave Mackay died... Um, the Hearts played Card and Beef and they won 10 0. It's probably, it's probably quite fitting. Yeah. And then the first game after he passed away, I think a minute silence is brilliantly observed. Yeah. And they beat Dumbarton 4 0. Obviously, we had our minute silence against um, against Swansea. It was also brilliantly observed. Um, you know, obviously, since, since the double team you know, has, you know, has gone, everyone's compared to them. Every player will be compared to players from the 60s. Hopefully we'll make our own history at some point, but you know, obviously it's sad that he's that he's passed away. He's a long illness, so he's probably you know, at peace now. Yeah. yeah, it was um, it was a strange, it was a strange atmosphere actually when um, was on on that game, the, the Swansea game, because it was um, there was a real sense of you know we've had other people within the double team, but other other kind of greats in inverted commas <laughs> of the past that that have passed away, but there was you could sense there was a real. There was a real feeling of sadness on uh, on on that. It was a Wednesday, wasn't it? It was Sunday again, yeah. Um, and it was, and it wasn't just from people that you would think are old enough to re- to re- to remember or have seen him play. There was a lot of people that out out of my age, I'm younger than you two, but um, that could that could just sense of what a loss it was to the club in general, which which is nice. And you don't always get that, I think, and that that probably just shows just what a great institution of Tottenham Hotspur really was. I was taken aback by. Um... You know, I know obviously Sky's a dirty word in here, mm. but I was taken aback by how much time they dedicated to to him passing away. I mean, I expected it to just go without trace because yeah. I guess when you support Tottenham, you're kind of in a bubble. You don't know how people see your players and see your club, yeah. and the fact that they talked about you know you had, it, that big channels gave it time, the time of day, and they respected what a player he was. I mean, obviously a lot was made about the picture with um, Billy Bremner. He famously didn't Which like he the hated, picture. Yeah. But a lot of people talked about his talent as well. I mean, he'd lead the team out and he'd boot the ball up in the air and he'd catch on his instep and he'd say, you know what, this is what we can do. Yeah. And, you know, the story's about, you know, they do five sides in training and he'd be gutted to lose them. I loved Sitting there volleying balls yeah. against the wall for all afternoon. I remember Cliff Jones telling that story to us when we were in Benfica. Yeah. And uh, when they get him and Pat Jennings that came out and met some of the fans on the, the afternoon before the game and... Um, there was a conversation that got started up about about Dave Mackay, and he was saying that he would, you know, you you'd, you'd finish training, and you everyone would be just walking in, and he'd be there against the wall, right foot, left foot volleying, you know, for twenty, thirty minutes, and it was just, you know, it was a huge amount of commitment that he had to to doing the best for the club. It was never about him; it was always about what was what he could do, and what would be what could benefit his team, whoever that might have been at that time, um, on on the Saturday. Which is which is a really nice attitude to have, 
And yeah, he will be sorely, sorely missed, I'm sure. There's some amazing stuff in Bill Nicholson's book. I think it's called The Glory Game. Or The Glory Day. No, it's not as Hunter. That's not Bill Nicholson. Hunter Crimson. It's Hunter Davis. Hunter Davis. Yeah. He wrote a, be- no, Bill, Bill a book Nick, about the Beatles. But Bill, uh, Bill Nick uh, wrote a book. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's called... No, this is bad. The title doesn't matter, but it, it does matter. I should know it, but uh, my old man actually has has the book and it's signed by Bill Nick because he was doing. Oh yeah, I remember. You, yeah, have I said this before? No, I, th- I think you. I think you've shown the picture. I think haven't you? I think you've yeah. shown the picture before. Yeah, he was doing some work at Tottenham. He's my dad's a plumber, and um, he went up to him and said, "Bill, would you mind signing my book?" And yeah, obviously he was just yeah. happy to do it. Uh, but there's loads of amazing stuff about um, Dave Mackay and actually selling him to Derby as well. Yeah. Where he went on to do fantastic things mm. up there as well, which is weird considering where Derby are now. And well, they didn't think. That, I think I'm sure Clough got a lot of opposition to to um, to that signing. The odd thing is, Bakar was older than him as well, mm. and you know, obviously when Clough was on the way out, you know, he he thought Mackay betrayed him. Yeah. Then Mackay went to league. Yeah. Well. Did Mackay sign Charlie George from Arsenal as well? He signed. Must have done. Must have done. Right. Yeah, I think so. Uh, like my my dad was a, a, uh, like really good friends with Charlie George. They used to play in the same Sunday League team, and then Arsenal signed Charlie George, and everyone knows how fucking good he he, mm. he became. And he uh, Charlie George, and I hope every fucking Arsenal fan, weird Arsenal fans that might be listening to this podcast, yeah. but there's a lot of people download it, so there must be a few of you cunts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie George was about to sign for Tottenham from Arsenal. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Out of his mouth into my dad's ear. <laughs> All right, uh, and then Derby came uh, came in, signed him. I think Mackay signed him. Yeah, it must have been Mackay. Yeah, and uh, I think Derby had a fucking. Uh, they may have even. I don't know what the fuck happened. Something. I mean, not much happens in Derby anyway. What's up, Derby? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Canals and that. Um. <clears throat> anyway, Dave Mackay, legend, absolute legend, yeah. and we won't see his like at Tottenham ever again, no doubt. Had an excellent tie shop in the Tottenham High Road as well. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Mm. Imagine that, that, that footballers. I know, yeah. That he had to, they had to have a secondary business after they quit, and these was, I want to make fucking ties. I want to make good ties for the people of Tottenham. But then Steve Perman had his um, sports shops. Yeah. yeah. He had one nearby me, I think it's in Ryslip, in my ends. Yeah. Famous shop. It all just adds to the yeah. to the relevance that they have with fans, isn't it? And it's just. It all... I wonder if Chadley would have like um, a scuba shop. Yeah, this is good, isn't it? Yeah, Dolphins good for yeah. <laughs> Mason would have like little top hats. <laughs> no, not like well, the, like helmets to little, what, to L- little detective hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Colombo. Trying to think about shit. Well, this has been a question that we should thought about. Yeah. Uh, anyway, maybe it, next yeah. week. Yeah. Okay, let's do Leicester. Let's try and make this preview a little bit better than that Man, Man United preview last week, which was horrendous. It's actually pretty good listening back. It, sounded, it felt awful at the time, but we got there. I don't know. I, I don't think I listened to it. What happened? It was awful. <laughs> it, I, listened, I listened back to it, and I didn't think that way at all. I felt like we had an absolute horror show. You thought I was going to say something else then, didn't you? <laughs> uh, all right, anyway, so uh, Leicester. Um, there's going to... I don't know if we mentioned it last week, but uh, an appeal for young Stacey Mole, who passed away... Last uh, week, uh, after a relatively long battle, yeah, terrible with, shame with cancer. Given her, her young age, it's a massive, massive shame. Um, anyway, they're going to have what, hope, uh, a while, and we're going to have a nine-minute applause to celebrate her life. <laughs> 
an applause in the ninth, ninth minute. minute. Yeah, not a nine-minute applause. <laughs> that, is that yeah. You had to be bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ni- a ninth-minute applause to yeah. celebrate our life and uh, rest in peace, little lady. Yeah. Uh, you, our two experiences playing Leicester have been horrendous. Really, the FA Cup was terrible. That was a low point. But yeah. even the win up there, we didn't deserve at all. The um, win was Boxing Day, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. It was around that time. Yeah. yeah. The win, the win, the win was. I take. I mean, I take. Oh. I don't give a fuck about deserving a win or not. We deserved the win because we scored two goals. Yeah, they're bottom of the league. I don't give a fuck. We scored two goals, and we were. That was probably what only the second, probably one of the first of a second time that we got one of those late goals. It was quite soon after the whole. <clears throat> after we got that last minute win at the hole. I don't buy the whole thing. unlucky thing. It was all around the same time, wasn't it? It was, um, I, I don't, it's just, look, we, we deserved it because we <clears> scored <throat> two goals. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. But the uh, the FA Cup game was, was a particular low. I was nearly um, divorced after that, that game because I was just... So you called a dragon a cunt again? No, no, that, I called her a cunt. But <laughs> no, 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 that was when I said she came in, she poked her head around the door because I was listening to it on the radio and she poked her head around the door and was like, just did like a little sort of face and I went you might as well just go to your mum's love <laughs> but um, you stay here things are going to happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> is that what you're getting at yeah yeah oh what <laughs> what violently or sexually <laughs> or both <laughs> what do you want want <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, um, no, let's stay. Stay in a moment. No, because sometimes stay in the you get, seen... like get in trouble, like with the hammock story. The Fight Club. Stay in a moment. <laughs> Don't run away from the yeah, moment. Yeah. Stay in a moment. Embrace it. Embrace it. No, it was a shit game, and we, we are due to hammer someone, though, soon. I said this about the Swansea game. After we went 1 0 up quite early against Swansea, I thought, this is. Um, we, we could hammer them here. That's a, pad- we were a, a paddling. A what? <laughs> That's a paddling. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I mean, Leicester um, drew against Hull. You know, they're up against ten men. Maybe they should have been able to break them down after that, and they, were, they weren't able to break them down. Yeah. As I mentioned in the first half, um, Vardy is obviously a big threat. Mares as well. Mares didn't play against us in January, but he'll be obviously against us on, on the weekend. But I do worry about Vardy against Walker. Yeah. I think Walker would have liked an easier game to come back to terms of um, who's against him. I expect um, Pochettino to change things around a bit more because in the last couple, in the last few games, he's made one change here and there. I think he'll probably want to protect the right side a lot more, given that's where I feel a lot of the threat comes from. Because look, they, they played like a kind of a weird five three five two five three two formation, and I reckon that they'll target our right side again. I, I don't think he will change it. I don't think he'll change an awful lot. I think he's one of these people that will have will have looked at that and and looked at Carl Walker and said, <coughs> well, you know, you haven't performed how we need you to perform, how you play. want to perform. Walker will play. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think that a team as a whole, I think he'll want to send a very very similar team, if if nothing else, out there to go and to go and prove a point. Why will Walker play? Who else is there? Exactly. Why? It's so set up. I can believe that you answered it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Yedlin? Is he get- I did name? see a few tweets saying, where the fuck is Yedlin? <laughs> Yedlin's injured. Read Wendy's blog, for fuck's sake. <laughs> is he injured? Didn't he do his own <laughs> no, no. He, he paid in Don't training. Don't you read his blog? What does his blog say? What is it? No, I no, don't no, read he, his blog. What does it say? He was injured, but I think, he, I think he's been training recently. He took a shot and I took a picture of it. And it just to I think they've said, I think, I think, uh, I read your blog, Wendy. And I think, I think what was said was that he's been 
I think Windy was even quoted in this article in the Telegraph about him actually saying that he's he's been kept what? out of the limelight in, on purpose. Windy was quoted in the Telegraph. Was, I think it was Telegraph. I might be wrong, but he was quoted. Windy's got yeah, connections, man. Yeah. yeah, but you know what he's like. He would have fucking he would have rubbed that right. <laughs> right <laughs> I can't remember what, what it was, but he was quoted. But no, I think um, it it'll, it'll be a difficult game because, like I said, Leicester are scrapping for their lives, but they don't look like a team that are you know nicking a point here off someone there or. or Rest I, of, I mean, I know the whole game, but it was. Uh, we should be. I, I, one thing that does fill me with confidence with a pod, with this Pochettino team is that it seems to be after disappointments and big disappointments like that. Then we do seem we do see a reaction, whether that'll be a six 0 win or a scrappy one 0 in the last minute. I don't know, or even a draw. I mean, I don't know, but we will see a reaction of sorts, and I think I think that's a, a good thing. I think the reaction. I think after the after the. Um... The men you defeat and the FA Cup defeat against them. I don't think the players should really need much motivation for no. for the game. So I don't expect us to. I expect us to start very quickly. Leicester have conceded at least two goals in the ten of the last eleven games. Probably ten of the last twelve now after the after the whole game. So I think we need to score earlier, set the tempo up straight away, and just you know, not let, not let them rest at all. Mm. Ah. I couldn't even name one player out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sun. I mean, the, it's good when we talk about football, isn't it? Football. <laughs> yeah. I, I Fuck yeah. Football. I sometimes sit here and listen to you lot talking, and I'm like, I shouldn't be here. I think we can split the, the fighting cock into like two groups, <laughs> like people that know really know about football. Yeah, yeah. And then us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Do you know? Wendy made a, a good comment the other day, saying that maybe we should start preparing. So I have prepared. This is it. This oh, is oh, it. Yeah. I've got Shit. pages of notes here. I love you, T, so much for doing that. <laughs> go on, give us your next note. <laughs> yeah, what's next? What's the first note you can see? Now, go. The first note I can see yeah, is that... Take the, put the bins out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am shirt for work tomorrow. <laughs> go no, um, in our next five games, we've got um, Burnley and we've got Villa. And they, you know, they're both one over, and they're both one over over the weekend. And last season we played. This is even when I was actually freestyle in there. But last season we played Arsenal. We lost with a bunch of easy games after that, and we won most of. Them. I think we lost to Norwich, which cost us fourth place. But we've got relatively easy games until we play City at home. We've got Southampton as well. And but Burnley and Villa are no pushovers either. They're both one over the weekend. They're both hungry, and Burnley look good. Burnley are a very well set up team. No one's really given them a pasting this season, so yeah. it's not a foregone conclusion that we're going to win all yeah, these alleged easy games that we've got coming yeah, up. We just there, didn't we? And look at what, look at Villa. We can't lose to them. Well, I cannot you, have that owl face cunt. Well, you know, I mean, it'll be, it'll be written in the stars. I mean, yeah, if, he, I know, if 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 they win. I'm actually going to that game as well. I've got a couple of Villa fans. I was saying before before we started recording, I've got a couple of Villa fans that are ecstatic. They love him. Yeah, like, they love his attitude as well. I mean, I've, granted, they've had like a monotone Paul Lambert for God knows how long. But yeah, but they've also had five games and they've won. Like, I, I, yeah. if we were smashing teams left, right, and centre, I could, <clears throat> I could have handled Sherwood forever. Yeah, it's just a narrative, isn't it? That Sherwood, come, you know, Tottenham stutter towards the end of the season. Sherwood comes back. You know they get a win. It's it's all when they play someone decent, then I'll give Sherwood the props yeah, he deserves. Yeah. Well, I'll give him props he deserves if he if he lasts past halfway next season. Yeah, mm. 
But anyway, I'm I, not I, think, about I, Sherwood, I but... think it's probably a little bit underrated as a coach, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, when the game we, comes we, along, we, we've said that we rated him as a coach. We just it's never the, the football bit, really. Yeah. It was. I think his, as I said, I think it smothers his work with his um, interviews. But that absolutely, mm. you know, I think he knows a lot about the game. He's one. He's like the Carl Froch of. Uh, that's very good. That's, that's, that's very that's exactly good. Yeah. I mean, he, he captained the Premier League winning team, and you know, obviously, he, he, Shearer was under him, Sutton was under him, good players, and you know, he got them together to to win a title. So he's, he, he's no mug. But um, how how do I think it will line up? I think I can see maybe the team that ended. I should say the team that ended the game because Adebayo ended the game, didn't he? And yeah. Lamella came, and I think I think Dembele will likely. Start. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think they'll short that what the, the, the right side to come have we, back. Have we seen the end of uh, Townsend at Spurs? No, no. I think no. Uh, was it an admission when that, he came off? Poch was quite. Um, Tanzan didn't want to, but Poch did try to kind of grab him before he started walking off up the steps of Old Trafford Ave into, into their little dugout bit to obviously say, look, come on, you know, this is the it's, reason it's why obvious why I've done it. I've not just hooked you off just because I don't like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, so yeah. it's an admission of he's, he's he got it, uh, Poch got it wrong. Poch got it tactically wrong yesterday with, without any shadow of a doubt. He, he did, yeah. 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 <clears throat> I think I think with Townsend, it, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if he went at the end of the season. I think I would. Uh, I would be really surprised if that. Happened. Do you reckon? I don't, yeah. I don't think he'll go. I don't, I don't think he'll go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if 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 that turned out that oh, there yeah, was a yeah, good enough right, offer. Yeah. I think um, I'm quite interested in for the rest of the season now. So say say you know it gets to a point where we've got four or five games left and it's obvious we're not going to get top four rest of it. Whether he'll whether we'll see the lights of. Onoma maybe get a game or um, English. Yeah, Winks. Yay! Where's Winks? Did we say we? Did I'm we, not about him. Did we agree that he was English? Yes, yes. Yeah, he's English. Yeah. England under eighteen. Winks. But that that might be that might be interesting. I know Wendy was talking about that he would genuinely look at playing Onoma, but uh, that's probably a bit uh, ahead that's of the game so far. But plus, he's he's quite forward forward thinking. A giant for a for a kid that age. Mm. Him and, and uh, Maghoma, the centre back, is a fucking. Wardrobe, but you also you're talking about the. I think we're talking. About, how old is he? Who on him? Well, they're yeah. playing under eighteen, so yeah, it's got to so be like that. Well, exactly, there's another. There's there's another level under twenty ones before yeah. they get to the Premier. Yeah. So we, what is he going to be in there next year? But what I mean is, is if if there comes to the point where there's games to go, where you know it's obvious mm. we're going to finish somewhere between fifth and eighth, mm. then. Then would I'm just asking a question? Would you, would you think that some of those might make an appearance? Well, maybe for ten minutes here and there. Those yeah. are start games. Did you see injury? See, Sherwood brought in what I can only describe as a goblin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the guy is sixteen. Leave him alone. Are you horrible, but, prick? No, yeah, you he, can't. He's not developed yet. I think that's what. Not developed what? A face? Yeah, <laughs> just like looks like a boy. Like a like bird that's hatched too early. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, when he's coming on, he did look like a bird that hatched too early. Yeah. It's like Quantum Leap, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. Like Gareth Keenan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like falling out of a nest and hit the floor and someone tried to... So he's bringing you through as well, is he? Yeah, he's 100%. I mean, you know what he's all about. Well, let's talk about Villa closer to the time. OK, yeah. fair enough. Uh, so, should we do predictions? Wendy's not here, so we're allowed to don't, do it. Don't care if you hit them, Wendy. We're, we're doing them. All right, I'll say 2-1 Spurs. Cop out. God, you're doing it. Why are you doing I'm this? Taking Wendy's, I'm taking Wendy's thing. I told him the week before, and I said that's a cop out. Do another one, and he wouldn't do it. Five nil Spurs. Okay, five nil Spurs. Two one. I'm joking. Um, I think it'll be three two. Uh, three I, two Spurs. I don't think there'll be many. I think I think a one nil. I don't think there'll be. Uh, I think it'll be a bit of a dire game, to be honest. I don't even even consider <clears throat> Leicester to be a football team or a place. Why would you do this now? I just don't. <laughs> 
All right, so uh, questions. We've got uh, Callum Haynes on Twitter. I'm not sure if he's a brilliant troll, a wind-up merchant, or... Genuine. Genuinely something. <laughs> uh, why do we convince ourselves we can finish fourth, then act surprised when it turns out there are better teams around us? Well, I don't think on the, I don't think us in the podcast on a whole hang our hopes on fourth. I think we're going to finish there. But... Um, I mean, maybe I think, talking about Spurs fans generally. But I think um, I think there's a beauty in being a little bit deluded. If you when you when you, when you support your team, you want to, you want to you want a little bit better for them. You want to think that you can finish a place or three points higher than you did before. Exactly. So um, obviously you get upset when it all goes pear shaped. But um, if you if you're realistic about your hopes all the time, where's the fun in supporting your team? Mm, if, I, if, I, if I say. <laughs> So, so, Put my hand down. If we play, you know, <laughs> we, we, we're away at Old Trafford. If I don't think we can win, what's the fucking point of being a Tottenham fan? If we yeah, go exactly. away to Man City or or or, or Liverpool, or we do we win there? I think that what's question, point? That question is on the back of this result. Obviously, we just got beaten by Man, Man, uh, Man United, who we considered to be our rivals for the top four. Yeah. Yes. Didn't we just smash Chelsea? Uh, uh, exactly. I think. Didn't we smash Arsenal? We fucking smashed them. Exactly. Are they? Are they? They. I wouldn't even consider them in terms of footballing sense <laughs> to be on a par with us. They're above what we. We're, we're, they're what we're aspiring to be. Even yeah. Arsenal to a certain extent. You've seen they're like fucking six points behind Arsenal, seven points mm. behind yeah. Arsenal. So uh, no, Arsenal seven points behind Ars- uh, Chelsea. Yeah. And uh, and a point or two points behind City. So yeah. and we fucking annihilated them. Mm. So you can always base your opinion or be reactionary if you want to be. Or you be a, you know, just sort of find, be very quiet when Spurs are doing well. And then as soon as a game goes, you know, we've just been beat 3-0. Oh, this suits my agenda. Let me come out and I do. I do find, yeah, I do find that. And this isn't, this isn't particularly you know, necessarily just against, against, uh, against Callum. Because I don't, I don't follow him, so I don't particularly know him. But, um. I do find that there is. It seems that there's a the voice is a huge amount louder on social media when when we lose or we have performance like that. But as T said, if you can't if you can't you've got to get some enjoyment out of it. There's got to be something you enjoy. You can't people can't. I mean, maybe people enjoy coating players off. That's fine. I don't. I don't. I don't get it personally. But it's there's a different. People seem to. You know, I get accused of the old happy clapper thing and old can't handle the truth or whatever it might be. You get, have someone said that to yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About Lamella, yeah. You can't handle the truth! <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yes, yeah. What? what? Yeah. But, but I'm not... Can you? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the point is, this is how I live my life, right? This is how I live it. This is how I want to follow my team and how I want to enjoy football because I genuinely... I know Twitter, Twitter in particular is different because you can't read tone... You, most of the time you can get sarcasm and you can get when someone's being a wind-up merchant, but I think there is an element of it that it becomes more of a... You know, British people love a moan, and I think that's what they just use it for. It's something to... They enjoy the moan bit rather than they enjoy did say, the hope. Did he say, did he say British or English? There's no wrong with English people around there, mate. What's your problem? I thought they liked that down in the West Country, bit what, of English. What accent are you doing? All uh, oh, right, I thought you were trying to do a West Country accent. Then I was going to no, say you just sound like a cunt. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I will smash time. you in the <laughs> face. I will. 
That's even worse. Worse. Do you know what? When I first moved here, people used to make me say words. They used to say, say snooker. Say farm. Oh, why didn't I think of that? I've been getting to See, that could be a new game. What what words do you want Alex from Bristol to say? <laughs> <laughs> it could be like a feature I'll say yeah. next week. Okay, fine. Um, what do you next. Think? No, no, um, <laughs> no, I mean, there are a few realities about, about our team. Um, Mason, I mean, maybe some of, maybe some of the people on who have rated him, maybe he's been a bit hyperbolic. There's a few weaknesses in his game. Um, I think there's only four teams who have conceded less goals than us in the, in the Premier League, so... I think we're we're fully aware that we're we're far from perfect. We're far from the finished article. Is that true? And, yeah, might might be fourth. I think Newcastle, Burnley, Leicester, QPR. I've only conceded more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, conceded more. Less, so it's five. Like, Our goal difference is always Two. horrific. Yeah. So um. So so I'm I'm not deluded that we're that we're this perfect team. Yesterday is a learning curve, and it's a young team. Um, you know, back in 1978, when I was a year old, we lost seven nil to Liverpool, hmm. and that that. The nucleus of that team went on to win the FA Cup, and you know, so I think maybe yesterday's result could be defining from that point of view. Yeah, I think like I don't, I don't think many people were convinced as as uh, as this question says that we were going to finish fourth. I don't, yeah. I didn't know. I certainly didn't know anyone that were convinced that we were going to finish fourth. Were there people that hope could finish fourth, and we'll talk about that hope of finishing fourth a lot? Yeah, maybe. But I think um, you know, and I was, and I one of them. Every, I remember, I remember this time last year on on a pod, Flav saying, oh, "I was just looking at the table, and like, just well, it's not an impossibility. It's mathematically it's, impossible." Yeah, we'll, but, we'll, but but you know, just it's, believe. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed you know my thoughts on fourth are very similar to, to yours, Flav, and I said it numerous times. You know, I I couldn't really give a fuck, but it's um I can see why it's beneficial to the club and, and why we'd want it. It's not, but and it's, it's nice, not and it's nice something. Yeah, but it's nice to have something to to aim for. Um, and it's nice to get excited about it. When it doesn't happen, people are naturally disappointed. But well, the other thing is. I found frustrating I've not really brought up yet is that players who are likely to leave when we don't get fourth, or if we don't get fourth, mm. they didn't exactly perform yesterday. Yeah. I think Lloris could have maybe done better for the first goal. He could have Strangely, at least he went off his legs a little bit. Yeah, he could have gone off his line and narrowed the angle a bit. I think, especially, on his, especially on Fellaini's weaker foot. I think he was trying to second-guess Fellaini yeah, up I think in that shot because I think, I didn't think he'd be able to drag it as far left as he did right into that corner. I remember I think, Bartes yeah. against Di Canio did something similar. Yeah. He just said, look, here's your goal to aim at. Hit it. And he, and he, and he did. And he did so, yeah. But I'm saying no, Ericsson, Vertonghen and Lloris are the three players who are, or at least one of the three are likely to leave if they don't get fourth place. And... I don't I mean, think Ericsson would go. No, but what I'm saying is that they're, they're the three people who are most likely to go yeah. if we don't, if, when we don't get four. So, but they neither them stood up to be counted. So, you know, at least Bell fucking went for his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> no one deserves Europe. <laughs> Champions League football more than Gareth Bell. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. On his entire shoulders, sat Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, uh, and God bless you for Did that. Did you see him last night? He's two decent goals last night. Someone, oh, someone compared him to Lamella. You don't even play that, for Spurs know, anymore. Who gives a fuck? Do you, do you think so, like Champions League final stuff? Were you just like not? I didn't, about I didn't did. watch it. All I saw. The only thing I've seen about that uh, Champions League is, is the still of him being outside of the uh, the touchline. That that's you know what I'm talking about. When that was the Champions League final. That was the see, yeah. see, that, that's how much I. <laughs> us. That's, this is us. That's how much I care about 
fucking Gareth See, Bale. See, I was, I was, like I said, there was a lot of kind of split on Twitter about that at the time, and Just, I was thinking, oh, why do people want him to do well? I mean, like, I Modric, never, I can understand. I don't, but want I, him I, to, I don't not want him to do well. Yeah. I don't want him to do well. I'm indifferent. He doesn't no, play for I, Tottenham. I want him to do well. I, I don't want him to do well. Why? I don't know. It's just maybe it's because of an affiliation. Because I've grown up with with watching. To- I never had that hero, that super super god of a player. Almost like was Paul, watching. Paul Wolf. No, but I, yeah, Paul. No, but I was you know, first. Like I said, first game I went to see was Tottenham Wimbledon nil nil in ninety eight. You got to remember yeah, when, you know, when, when, when Bill scored against us for Man United next season. Well, yeah, then yeah, you're going to have a different. Yeah, that is you, different. Yeah, that will be. Yeah, but I, it's because he has gone a, so, about so, a believe that makes a little bit of takes a bit of disconnect. From someone, him. Uh, someone put on Twitter or Facebook saying that if well, it may even be an email in actually, if we if we could uh, if you look at our squad. And sell the right amount of players, we could actually afford to get Bale back <laughs> or whatever. Like, I think selling... if he was, was shit though, would he, would he be just up to all that? Is yeah. it, it sell, it, I think it was selling Soldado, uh, Townsend, uh, Lamella, uh, Capu, taking a very small percentage with the Capu bit, uh, Paulinho, that we could afford to get him back. Yeah. Not all seven of them. But I, mean, I, wish fo- I wish football worked that way. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. You'd have to want to come back to this. There is that, yeah. yeah. We've got it off topic slightly, but... Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Whatever. All right, last question of the fighting cock. And it's to you, Polonius. And it's a fantastic question. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. It's from... Uh, uh, is it your mate? Yeah, Partlane Dicko. Partlane Dicko. Good mate of mine. This is the guy who left... Uh, Good footballer. Real Madrid at halftime. We, we, we got thrown out. No, we're not allowed to have It wasn't Real Madrid. It wasn't. Another one. Another game. Uh, what's the largest animal Flonius Filth could throw over a snooker table? Width, Width not, not length. length. Because that, that's important. Because length is a long that's way. my motto, mate. mate. At mo- <laughs> 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 the fact that you... that See, that's good for you. Because I've heard... Uh, it, through the grapevine that width is much more important than length. Oh yeah, mine's like a coke can. You might as well write 330 men on the side of it. The length of a coke can. And a whip. Or both. Yeah. You know, wall to wall, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, anyway. Right. They, they used to call Macaulay. These are these childish <laughs> tangents that I, we go I don't know on. if this is racist at all, but uh, John Terry used to call Macaulay the beer can because yeah. of the, the length of his um, and it, the width of his... Was he married to that um, Marks and Spencer's model? Yeah, yeah he was. He was. Um, um, anyway, so to answer the question. Um, the largest animal I could throw over a snooker table, width not length, would probably be a very big German shepherd. You couldn't get Fuck a German off. shepherd over the width of a snooker table. Who the fuck... 40 kilos. Who the fuck do you think <laughs> you are? <laughs> 40 kilos? Is that what it weighs? Yeah, 40 kilos. 40 kilos is a lot. You What's could... that in old money? Is that know. a stone? Uh, oh, maybe five stone. Five stone. That is a lot. That's half. That's. That's, okay, that's, look, look, okay. that's heavy. Fourth. Uh, five stone German Shepherd. You could not. Okay. Reevaluate. I don't, can you get German Shepherds at a okay, five a stone? Okay, Labrador. Come again. A Labrador. Which way are you throwing it? You're getting like a hand like underneath the two yeah. back legs so that the. Yeah, like your like, hands on their stomach. Yeah, one, like as and two, yeah. and three. Yeah. Like you can't use it. You can't use the dog's actual, like natural trajectory as well. It no, but what I mean is, you get your hands. You is the animal alive? No, a dead Labrador. Is that what you're saying? You get no, a dead I'm Labrador. not having dead dogs on that. I'll, I'll knock you both out. But you get your hand if you put your arm like <laughs> underneath. I should say I'm a vegetarian. I made a conscious decision. And I work at Battersea Dogs Home. So, right, there you go. Well, not anymore. Yeah, but but anyway, what, no, but I don't want to be throwing a live dog because it, it might hurt it. But. I think so if I'm going to kill the dog first. No. <laughs> we'll get an equivalent. We'll, we'll get the equivalent of, of, of the weight. Of... No, no, no. I get under it. Obviously, I get under its body. 
Yeah. And, you know, you know, like in rugby. But I mean, throw throw it so he's not going to hurt himself when it lands no, on the other side. No, there'd be stuff on the other side. There'd be like yeah. um, Bouncy Castle. I'm not bothered about how much I could do on, but the satisfaction of throwing it. So I'll take a run up. So a pug. Just like a, you, what is it with you and pugs? But they're easy, aren't they? They're, they're compact. They don't have. They can't bite you for shit because they've got no snout. Does a human count as an animal? Yeah, of course it does. Just just throw like a ten year old. <laughs> just, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Don't, don't say it because I don't want to edit. Yeah. No. Alright, should we, should we finish this shit? Labrador. Okay. Labrador. Alright, well done. That's a good question. What about you guys? Largest animal. I said punk. Uh, I'll go. Uh, uh, the junior pig. Like a pig looks in its teens. <laughs> what, veal? Yeah. Veal was a Alright, fuck this. This is boring <laughs> yeah. and stupid. Uh, uh, although, a good question. Probably should have done it at the beginning. When, anyway, fuck it. Uh, you can buy the fanzine. At, we've sold out of issue two. You can still buy issue three. Thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash shop. Download both apps for free. You'll say both apps. For, one for Android and one for iOS. So only download both if you've um, got an Android. Yeah. I don't know. By <laughs> the way, if you're a drug dealer, then get both. <laughs> By the way, if you've got issues with the app, um, with, with the iOS app, you've got a tweet. Um, J.O.D. Mitchell. Is this fair? Yes, it is fair. He, he designed it for free. <laughs> yes. And now, now we're sending him troubleshooting we're, issues. We can't fix it, can we? I was just saying that if you're having a problem with the app, then fucking deal with it. Listen to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't send it to Joe. Actually, his tweet love the shirt and we'll forward it on. Do you know what I've done with my fanzines, by the way, is I bought um, a frame, like a large frame, that will show uh, position all three in them. Of the really? front covers, yeah. You're like someone who's won a competition to be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't like wait. Chris Morning, I sent it back yesterday. Chris Morning, <laughs> how did we make him look like fucking Franco Baresi? He, he was just waltzing out of the fence. That's, is... That was when I was had my hand on the bin looking for nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> Turning around and just looking at the telly thinking, this is what it is. I want people to tell us to send the things in of what's the worst thing that Spurs have made them do. Yeah. Where they've been like, why well, am I only doing this? Because I'm in such a fucking foul mood. That's a, I want to know what it is. That's a question for next week's podcast. That's a question. Yeah. If anyone can send us what's the worst thing Tottenham Hotspur has made them do. And we'll read, read the best of them out. Anything that's not legal, we're definitely going to read out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So just um, you know, be careful about that. All right, that's it. Um, leave your reviews on iTunes. Buy T-shirts. Anything else? So what's fancy? So it's just so issue three is left now, pretty much. Yeah, we've got like one, one, two hundred. No, no, about one hundred and fifty left. Yeah. So buy them because we need. We've run out of money essentially, and we've got to keep paying engineer Al to edit it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, do that. All right, that's it for the fighting podcast. Alex, thank you so thank much. Thank you very much. Co- I thought we'd done well with three of us. Yeah, we've done all right. Yeah, yeah we've held our own. Yeah, I can't believe I've driven all the way from Bristol. Just <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you do that every, every week. week That's yeah. commitment, man. Yeah. Uh, T, thank you very much. No I've been Flav, and thank you so much for downloading once again. Fucking come on, you Spurs! <laughs> <laughs> come on, you Fuck off. Parting cock. Cock. Parting cock. 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 Parting cock. Cock. Parting cock. Bitches. Parting cock. Cock. Parting cock. 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 Parting cock. Cock. Parting cock. Bitches.
Social Podcast Network. Sports 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 Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.